1: Hello and welcome to ToeFop, I'm Charlie Clawson.
0: I'm Will Anderson and we have a guest uh, in our very first ToeFop back after our break. We decided um, we should get a you know launch with a big guest and uh, last year we had Justin Hamilton coming in for like the last 10 minutes of a show. It's so popular, people loved it so much. We he, wouldn't, like, he wouldn't leave, yeah. basically. For he barric- he barricaded himself <laughs> into Tofop Studios.
2: I really have nowhere to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Justin. We wanted to talk to you today about something really important, though. Yes. And I, we have not talked about this off air. And it has been burning me up to know about it. Is this the time to bring it up? This is the time to bring it up. All right. You met somebody that you love more than anybody else. On oh, Earth. shit. Okay. You know, uh, have you...
2: Actually this is a good question. Have you met someone that you admire.
1: Yeah. Well Will will normally drink their tea or bloody Mary.
2: <laughs> yes. No, but you know, you know the that, that feeling anyway. Uh, look, wanna anyway, I met George Clooney. Mm. I and got to shake his hand. Like and looking into a mirror. It was exactly like looking into a mirror where he was You were drinking an espresso? I was drinking Nespresso an <laughs> and he was looking at me going, Oh my god, that's me eleven years ago. No um, it, why was? How did my eyesight get better? <laughs>
3: <Yeah.
1: laughs> he's a motherfucker who has gotten better looking. Like I know, oh. I know it's easier. People say it's easier for men, but genuinely, like he is much better looking now than he was. Like you know, in his Roseanne, fucking yeah. uh, facts of life days. Yeah,
0: and-, and, he, and he has like I mean, you know, there's that thing like even ever since ER, he's been like the sort of like women love Clooney. Yeah. Right. He, I'm still amazed by it. When, when he was in Australia. Um, it was raining in Sydney, the day yeah. he was in Sydney. So I tweeted. I said, um, I- it's not raining. That's God crying at how beautiful George Clooney is. Yes. <laughs> and I had that retweeted by so many women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Including like, me. But women blogs, like yeah, yeah. like little like mu- like sites that are about women or yeah. like that yeah. was being passed around by their blogs and shared by people. And I was just like, there's, I've got to tweet about Clooney more. There's, yeah. there's
1: three actors that women have all agreed... That you can like. I mean, yep. even Brad Pitt. There's women on two sides of the fence. Yeah. George Clooney. Yeah. Everyone agrees. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And, oh. and the newbie, Michael Fassbender. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah Every yeah. woman loves Michael Fassbender.
2: Is uh maybe
1: Colin Firth as well? No. Colin Firth no, seems I don't, to get I don't, a big, I, don't, I don't
2: think your multiplex I, chicks are. Into no, Colin Firth. I know quite a lot of young girls. Really? That's the end of that sentence. No, I know, <laughs> I know, uh, I, I know, I can think of three young girls that I know
0: uh, who all go mad for Colin Firth, like in their 20s, early 20s. Yeah, but I are they was kind surprised. of, are
1: they kind of English lit majors sort of No, chicks? you know what,
0: I'm going to say, because like Justin's basically named, you know, the, the men that, you know, Amy thinks it's awesome to love. Yeah, right. And she, to my surprise, was banging on the other day about Colin Firth. Yeah, yeah. there's something these, about him. Yeah. Uh, I've got I've got a bit of the the man crush on the firth. He's like a university lecturer who would fuck one of his students. Yeah, and it'd be all right. Yeah, but you know, like there's always that storyline in movies where like. It's the greatest experience they ever had in their yeah. life. It was actually what made them a
1: woman. That was the affair on it, on like, they
0: had with their university lecturer, yeah. who was this cool guy who taught them all about an life education. And cock. Isn't yeah. that
1: the entire plot of an education? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: That's what Colin Firth is in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just got that.
2: Yeah. And you know, Firth and, and Clooney both have that uh, fantastic, self-effacing sense of humour. That is always used one does it in an American way, one does it in the English way. Uh funnily enough, Firth does it the American way, Glenda does it the English way. The, uh <laughs> but they, they can just they you know what you know what their main skill is?
0: They can take a compliment and they take it with humour. Yeah, right. And Do you know I what reckon the, that's attractive. One of the things that like really made me hate an actor uh was uh and I hadn't hated this actor up until that point, yeah. was Paul Bettany. And Paul Bettany, when um, is it is Jennifer, Jennifer
1: Connolly's wife, uh, husband? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bettany, Bethany. What Bethany. is it? B- Paul Bettany. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Paul Bettany, who would have been a good Joker? I reckon he <laughs> he um, <laughs> makes a lot of bad choices. Like he's a good actor who seems yeah. to me yeah. to make a myriad. What's,
1: what's the latest one he just did? It's was, quite famous. There's a was it, was it Legion or something or Asian? No, yeah well, no he's did that film Priest but he yeah. turned down like it was well this is what I'm about yeah. to say right oh sorry they had to step on yeah. it I'm so sorry. no no. But he came out and he said,
0: "I got offered this role, and you know, and i I turned it down or I didn't do it. That could be me winning the Academy Award. that could be oh, me mate, doing that sort of when thing. When I
1: was twenty years old, I was working as a runner on, yeah. on an ad, and it was a charity job for the Red Cross, so no one was getting paid and there was an actor there who had to play a stoner who um there's a knock at the door. He goes to the door expecting to get a pizza, hands over some money, actually gives it to some Red Cross. Cute little lad, right? Yeah. I was chatting to this guy at lunch, and he was saying how he'd been on Neighbours for six months. Um, and he had auditioned for the part of Snowy in um, Sweat. Do you remember that uh, yeah. that Aussie yeah. drama series about kids in the Institute of Sport? Yeah. Snowy was played by Heath Ledger. Yeah. And he said to me, like completely straight-faced, that, oh, if I had got that role, it would be me on posters. I'd be in Night's Tale. I'd be in fucking whatever film had yeah. just come out. It's like... Doesn't work like that, dude. No. Just because you look similar to another actor, because that's how castings work, is they were obviously looking for a blonde, surfy-looking dude. Heath got the part. It doesn't mean you are a star. They don't no. mean,
0: okay, This is what you get uh, to be snowy on Sweat for a while, Yeah. but after that, we're going to send you to Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to make some commercial stuff, be a bit of a teen idol, but then you're going to edgy it Tragically, up. Tragically,
1: yeah. <laughs> your greatest performance will yeah. be the one that happens just before uh, just no. before your death. Here's yeah. some good news. You're going to win an Oscar. Yeah. yeah, Here's the bad.
0: News. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's not going to end well. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, Paul Bettany uh, got offered uh, the King's Speech. Oh, right, that's yeah, the one. So oh, that was. The, so he reckons he could have firthed it up. Yeah, nah. and but you look at that movie, you go, "Well, that would have been a completely different movie
1: with." Paul you Bettany. know, Paul Bettany
0: playing that part. Yeah. like it does. He's a good
1: actor, though. Paul Bettany. Yeah, but it's not. He's in a Knight's Tale, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> <It's all kind laughs> to bring of it together. full circle, yeah. yeah. Playing
0: Chaucer or someone like yeah, that. Yeah, it's it, yeah. like in one of those weird sort of.
1: That was a weird film. Like the, the what they were trying to do with that postmodernism, where like he had like a Nike swoosh. I didn't yeah. quite get what they were going for. You know, and the crowd starts chanting, "We will rock, rock you." you. What was going on? Because it wasn't consistent through the whole film, just little moments of, okay, here's a modern reference. But...
2: I've, look, I've never seen it because I've been ah. told that if you've got father issues, you shouldn't see it. The uh, Night's nice you, you burst into tears. Really?
1: That's what I heard. Have you seen The Big Fish? Uh, uh, big, have you seen Big Fish? Yeah, yeah. That, did that make you burst into tears?
2: Uh, it, it made me wish that I had kids so that when I died, they'd know that all of my stories were based in truth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, have you seen Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are that made me wish that my
2: dad ruled the. Eagle are, <laughs> are, are
1: your dad issues about abandonment or about?
2: Uh, no, I didn't even really. Uh, I don't really think I do have dad issues, but just because I don't but have it, one. Because my
1: dad died when I was quite young, and yeah. there's certain films where if they touch upon like uh, you know, like Big Fish is about a, a guy whose father's dying. Yeah. Occasionally, just like it, it triggers like a, a kind of un- unconscious kind of. Emotional reaction. Yeah. Even if you don't like the film, we've talked about this before. But like Big Fish, I thought was okay. But then that last scene just triggered, you know, something deep in my subconscious.
2: It's a spectacular ending in, a, in an all right film. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe Field of Dreams.
1: Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that kind of makes you go, ah. Oh.
2: But that's, but that's not me going oh, I wish I had a dad. It's like, oh, if I'd had one, I wish it was that (laughs) guy. Do you know what I mean? I wish I'd had
0: an imaginary dad who'd played baseball. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be awesome. I
1: used to watch Roseanne and go, I wish fucking Dan Connor was my dad. Like, if my dad had stuck around, I wish he'd... Dan Connor is like a blue-collar guy who has a motorbike shop. My dad yeah. was like a skinny guy who was a dentist. Yeah, <laughs> completely opposite. <laughs> you recast your dad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you look. You did a great job. We're getting John Goodman. Yeah, he's got a bit of heat on him at the moment. He's coming off his sitcom. Yeah, it's done really well.
2: It's like you know, there's that uh, this new technique where companies are going and checking out Facebook, and what they do is they buy. They say we'll get your wedding photos and we're going to uh, touch them up so they look amazing. Uh, but to do that, what we're going to do is we're going to put Budweiser in all of the photos. So then what happens is uh, people will look at them and people will... It, associate memory, their memories with... Yeah, and they and they will actually believe that. And, uh, you know, that's what you've just done with your dad. <laughs> you, you've, you've <laughs> in- I incepted my, my own Goodman. father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That can happen though. Do, yeah. you, do you often like? Have you ever read like a, a, a novel or something, and you, or for especially a series of novels, where you feel like you know the characters? And sometimes, have you ever had just like a kind of confused moment where you think you know that you think they're a real person? Have you ever, just like a fleeting moment of knowing that person or that family? I the closest I get to that, and it's not exactly. It happened with the Nani books, when I was a kid. I love those books so you much. You thought Aslan was your dad? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I genuinely felt like <laughs> you'd be down at the zoo,
0: <laughs> Daddy. <laughs>
1: It's I I just because uh, the Lucy, my sister's called Lucy. Lucy's in the book. I'm oh, talking yeah. about being like a, a kid, and so you'd yeah. sort of blur the lines, uh, like just briefly. Has that ever happened with you? Do you get so into like a story or a book, or uh,
2: uh, you know what, like uh, you know, yeah, like Six Feet Under. Like yeah, my right. reaction yeah, that, that, to yeah. the ending of Six Feet Under was like it was was, was actually more full on than what I'm like at funerals for real people. Yeah, right. Like, Funerals for Real People, I'm that's very enough, Peter Allen about it. That is definitely it. another show where like, I, don't,
1: you can blur the lines easily. Like, yeah. you felt like you were a part of that family.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all about, you got to fucking hold the line at a funeral. But then if I'm watching a show like that, that's where, like, I'll get, like, you know, really I get fucking emotional. teary in Pixar films. Do you know what I mean? But Real Trauma,
0: it's, uh, you know, it's about the only old
2: school manly uh, quality that I try to have. I have
0: said before that um, Friday Night Lights... Made me feel like I had abandonment issues with my father, (laughs) even though my father was around and is an awesome (laughs) bloke. Yeah, and Rob Solid, and
2: there's always that. (laughs) I just like
0: it, it hurts me that my dad isn't Coach Taylor, like (laughs) when I watch that show. But the the, the closest one I have to that, and I actually do do this sometimes, is there's an AFL um, uh, former player and, and commentator called Jared Healy who hosts a show called On the Couch. And for whatever reason, Jared Healy reminds me so much of my dad that sometimes I forget that Jared Healy isn't my dad. So I'll be listening to him on the radio, I'll be watching him on the TV, and he'll make some joke, and I'll be like, Dad, (laughs) what? I'm oh no, he's not my dad. I've never even met Jared Healy. You haven't
2: tried to ring him to clarify some of the things he said on the couch? I'm not on the couch. Why'd you
1: circumcise me? I'm in the lounge room. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's like being in class and calling your teacher mum. And, uh, oh yeah! You ever do that?
2: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. My first teacher I used to call Mum. I'm I, a fairly regular. Moment. I have,
1: I have, I have yeah. ca- on occasion. Um, uh, my I have a sister Miranda who is a very opinionated blonde, and my girlfriend is a very opinionated blonde. And on occasion, I have mixed their names yeah. up in front of them. Yeah, that is mortifying. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah, that's hard to come back from. Always in bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> What's she doing it. in the room at the same time? <laughs> no also, I've got a
1: friend who um, his name's Dan and his wife. Uh, During sex, she has an occasion miss said Dan as dad.
3: Oh,
2: <laughs> as,
0: long as,
1: as long as you round it down.
0: Uh, well, speaking of father figures, this brings us this this brings us back to where we we started, which oh, is yeah. George Clooney. Oh, now, yes. surely, if you were going to cast your father, you you cast Clooney as your father, oh, right? that is
2: the business. Yeah. Like, he would have had to get jiggy with it at the age of eleven, but fuck it, let's uh,
1: blur the lines. You know, uh, he could play your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? The um, like it'd be the same as Sean Connery playing Harrison Ford's dad. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes, maybe we could do the next Indiana Jones. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I don't want to jump a puddle here. We, we've uh, got some
0: uh, unconventional casting. <laughs> uh, we've cast George Clooney, one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah, and and uh, E list comedian. <laughs> no, I think I think
2: what I mean is a money. <laughs> no,
1: I, I think the, the, the more Time. hilarious is we've got George Clooney wants to do a, a reboot of Indiana Jones. Oh, great! As Indiana? Yeah. No, no, it's Henry Jones Senior. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I got this. Great We're casting hat.
1: Justin Hamilton as Indiana. Yeah. What? okay we yeah. didn't have any budget left
2: yeah
0: <laughs> justin said he'd do it for free to yeah. hang out with george
3: i've
2: actually increased the budget i've paid
0: <laughs> to do it. yeah justin's backing the movie it's a vanity project <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we now can afford catering um, how did you meet george clooney this is ah, what right. we started with and i want I, to know
2: all right I, i've got to point out i've been a you know that i've been a fan since like in the Roseanne days i th- i love the character of booker i thought he was great
0: and you have issues with booker like with I what have, they did with Booker. Yeah, yeah,
2: I do have issues because Booker was this great character who, when they decided to write him out, they, out of nowhere he just became a wife beater and was beating up Jackie no, Roseanne's sister. No, I we've was had furious. talked about
1: this before. No, I was furious. It's
2: not him. It's not him. And I know the point they were trying to make,
1: which, which no, is no, it no, could no. Be I'm anyway, saying it wasn't, it wasn't that wasn't character. Yeah, it was Booker. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It was. the, what did she get beaten twice? Uh, by Booker. No, George Clooney did, no, wasn't the character, wasn't Jackie's boyfriend who beat her. i think Clooney talk about it. Then she must have got beaten twice because she gets another boyfriend who Dan goes around and bashes up it's oh, like, right. and gets arrested. Maybe that Yeah, that well, could maybe, be That right. would make sense because it's a running yeah. theme that she's attracted to guys who
0: are abusive. Well, I mean, yeah. it's not only a running theme, but it's like a reality of life. that. Um, right, I think, and
1: that's what you want in your sitcom. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> well, that, they did Roseanne try to did. do that with Roseanne, right? Yeah. So like women who, who, who get hit. Like yeah, unfortunately, you know, then try to and sometimes it's because I actually of what's think happened. I remember it.
1: reading Roseanne saying because she had a sister or something who was in a domestic violence. Yeah, so she, right. she yeah. sort of in, so that makes sense.
0: And it isn't just normally an isolated; an incident sometimes. But I do
1: remember seeing an episode where he did a guestie, like long after he'd done his run, and everything was fine. Like it was a fancy dress party, and you know he. I know,
2: oh, But he, he that that was uh, then after when yeah, okay. but. uh... Anyway, so I, I liked his character on that. And then when ER started, I... Doug
1: Ross. Oh, yeah. yeah well, bitch.
2: like my mum said, oh, if you watched ER, I said, no, not yet. She said, that, that that George Clooney guy is, and I didn't know who he was. She said, you know, Booker from Roseanne. I went, oh, yeah, well, I'll check it out. So then I watched that and thought, Doug Ross is everything I want to grow up to be, which isn't something you should be aspiring to. But yeah. And she... the le- isn't
1: the legend of George Clooney too? Like he was the guy who had done like 100 pilots and none of them had ever gotten up. He was like the the John Cryer, because apparently it's the same for John Cryer as well. Before Two and a Half Men, he'd done 100 failed pilots. Everyone was like, well, this guy's talented. We just can't find the right fucking vehicle for him.
2: You know, uh, Clooney did do a thing called Sunset Beat, which he talked about, which was... Uh, he's, a, he's a detective by day, and he was a rock star by night. And <laughs> at, this, at this Q&A thing he did, he talked about, oh, I can't believe that didn't get up. <laughs> you know, like... So I remember there's a specific episode at the beginning of season two of ER, where which is the one with the little boy stuck in the... No,
1: that's the Emmy, or, Emmy Award winning yeah. episode. That's brilliant.
2: And there's this great scene where the... They're in the, in the water, and clearly dives down. He's far away from the camera. He dives down, looks, comes up, can't find him. Dives back down, he comes up, he's a little bit closer, can't find him. And then, as he comes up with the kid in his arms, a helicopter light hits him. And I turned around to my mum watching that, and I said, That guy is going to be a fucking star. That is <laughs> awesome. All right. And I got, I copped a lot of shit from people because I was saying, He's going to be the fucking
0: business, right? Yeah. So I, I have.
1: I'm the member of his fan club, the Kloon Klux Klan.
0: Is that what they? Oh, that would be awesome. So for a minute, I was genuinely like, "That is what his fan club is called because he is cool enough." <laughs> no, you can't get away with that. calling
1: them the Kloon Klux Klan.
0: Imagine if he came out and said, "Look, I'm, I'm working on this charity because he does a lot of stuff for charity." Yeah, that's what the thing I was at. Yeah, and we put I've put together this whole thing, and it's a, a group of people around the world who are going to go out and they're going to, like, cure polio and, like, fight malaria
1: and blah, 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 all around the world. They're called the Clucks <laughs> Klux Klan. Yeah. But you have to justify the Klux, so it has to be something to do with chickens. Maybe chickens. Yeah. they're <gasps> bound by, with chicken embryos, they can cure cancer, so it's the Klune Klux Klan.
0: Oh, Oxfam do a thing which is like a chicken thing, and it's about getting, you know, I, small
1: communities of chicken because yeah, right. with that, they can get eggs. Yeah, and for then, seven bucks, you can get a chicken, for eight bucks, a goat. Yeah, twenty one fifty of cow. Yeah, yeah. On the uh, the Nasdaq <laughs> trading at two cows and a coke. <laughs> cows crashed overnight on the.
0: That'd be an interesting stock report. Wouldn't the market, it?
1: the markets are looking very bullish and slightly cowish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the cow index. <laughs>
1: That's for our, our financial <laughs> review listeners. So
0: so tell us what the charity thing... Uh, no, okay, so tell us more about why you love Clutty. Oh, so uh, anyway. That was your moment where you yeah. fell in love with
2: Yeah, I just went, <laughs> I just went. this guy is the business. Anyway, I feel like... Uh, look, let me just tell you what happened and then we'll, we'll go into more of the love.
1: Okay. Um, I don't think I understand the format of this show. <laughs> we can talk I, about anything yeah, not, yeah, yeah. And, I, and we won't finish anything. So don't Perfect.
2: Tell That's why I thought I'd better tell you what happened. Um... <laughs> The, it was $1,100 for the ticket, right? Now, this is like expensive me. stuff. Yeah. And, exp- and like,
0: and I don't for think... charity. Uh, but I also don't think that I am uh, a bit out of line to give a bit of background. Yeah. That it's a tough year for entertainers. Yes. And it hasn't been like... It's not like you got to the end of the year and you were just like looking down the back of your couch and just went... Yeah. I have got all this fucking money, and I don't know what to do with
2: it. To, to really give everyone a bit of an idea about this, and I'm, I'm very comfortable with this, so please don't think this is me looking for sympathy. But I have had a fucked year, and uh, <laughs> and I uh, it's been a, it's not fucked, but it's just been a hard year financially, right? And uh, I, my profile has dipped, etc. And uh, well, you know, I haven't done me. any. Yeah, this will help. This actually a, will help. There is a
0: spike today, <laughs> yeah. and everything's looking up. This is, you know, what this moment is when people look back on it. This is you <laughs> in the water. With a baby in your hands, yes. coming out into a helicopter light. This yeah. is the moment that. Well, the way of the way my ears gone, <laughs> I would come out
2: in, out of the pool in the light, straight into the blade. But um, that's the kind of luck I've had. But anyway, at the start of the year, the, the worst gig I've had in about five years, by far, was this uh, up in Queensland. It was a daytime unit, uh, a daytime gig for grassroots rugby league owners, right? And I could tell they didn't like me before I'd gotten to the stage. They just they just didn't want comedy, right? So I've gotten up and it was a 20-minute spot and I'm trying all the tricks, nothing's working. It's material that I know has been funny all over the world. And at 10 minutes in, I said to them, I said, all right, just trying to get a free round of applause to get some energy in the room. I said, by a round of applause, who here goes to the gym? And all these muscle-bound motherfuckers didn't clap, right? And I said, all right, either you guys... lying or you're all roided up and I got nothing and at that point, once upon a time I would have been mildly suicidal, but at that (laughs) point I thought well, you know what, go fuck yourselves, I've got a comedy festival show coming up, I'm just going to work on some of my new, and the gig still didn't get any better but at least I made it work somehow but anyway, the gig was so bad, I'm not making this up, I heard a poster peel off the wall (laughs) behind me (laughs) <laughs> and I had the uncontrollable giggles. I was like, what is that? Oh. Anyway. Wow. So anyway, wow. it was fine. It, it is what it is, right? So, um, like and, and no one makes eye contact with you afterwards either. Like, anyway, but that gig paid. $1,100. Oh, okay. So what I decided was that that money of, of 20 minutes of absolute agony of people not liking me and not even giving me a chance to spread the fucking charm, I'm going to funnel that money, you motherfuckers,
0: into meeting George Clooney. I did it and it because, was awesome. Because you know what? <laughs> if somebody came up to you and said, yes. you can meet George Clooney and it'll be awesome. Yes. However, here's what you have to do. We've arranged this gig, yes, and it's going to be so bad. Yeah, and for twenty minutes, you are going to have the worst time of your life. You are going to hear hear paper peel off a wall. Yes, but as a reward, you get to meet George
1: Clooney.
2: Do it every time. Yeah, exactly.
0: So I'd even do an extra five.
2: Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would like to see that's for free, guys. I'd like to. I'd like to see the poster peeling off the wall (laughs) (laughs) supplant crickets as the (laughs) universal sound of. (laughs) An unhappy audience. What would
2: have been perfect is if it peeled and then blown across the stage (laughs) like tumbleweed. (laughs) That would have been, just made the image perfect. And it was
0: your poster <laughs> yeah. for the gig yeah, and it landed face down. <laughs> yes. And, and then a dog told... came over and pissed
2: on it. <laughs> yeah, a medial hit set, like, yeah. you know, Me just standing on stage going, well, this is an exclamation mark. So
1: what was it like being in the presence of a bonafide yeah. star? Well,
2: the, the best thing about it was that there was only like a limited amount of people that could go to this thing. And I was there, there was a lunch first and I was sitting at a table with nine women. It was awesome. So George
0: Clooney attracts women?
2: Yeah, right. I know.
0: Who would have thunk it? So anyway, so, you, so you, when you say um, women, um, and I, I don't all mean ages, of all ages, Uh thirties
2: up, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so you you, you line up and you, you everyone you know gets their photo taken with him, blah blah blah, right? And I'm watching him. And what's he wearing? He's wearing a nice suit, you know. Suit. And wearing, you know, of course, you know what's great, Danny Ocean. Of
1: course, he's going to wear. You know, a
2: suit. you know, because he doesn't try and make himself look younger. When you see him. There's there's no disappointment or no, there's right. no you just look and you go, That's the guy from the fucking screen. Because yeah, he right. looks exactly like that, right? Yeah. So he's like five ten, I'm watching him talk to everyone and he is he's everything you want him to be. Like it is Did he, he speak? Endless. Did he do a speech? he did a, a he big rapped. Q and Q, he rapped. Now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> seems both.
1: a good time to announce my new career direction. <laughs> <Yeah>. MC Klung <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was. Uh, please introduce my backing uh, group, the Kloon clock <laughs> <laughs> Now it's all coming together. <laughs> it all took us by surprise.
2: But anyway... I, uh, so anyway, you, you line up, line up, and then walk up. He's about 5'10", so he's about you know two or three inches uh, taller than me. That's yep. cool. So I walk up. I say, G'day, I'm Justin Hamilton. And he says, Hey, Justin, nice to meet you. And you're getting your photo taken. He's having this chat with you. And I said, um, "I said, Oh, look, I have been a fan of yours since Roseanne. And he says, Oh, don't bring that up. That was a heck of a mullet. <laughs> and I said, I said, Well, that mullet inspired me to follow you. And I've got to tell you, you've never let me down. And he, and, and, all right, all right, and he says... What about Batman? I've been dying to tell this to you guys, right? He says, what about Batman? I say, Batman put you in a position where you could make out of sight. Uh. And he says to me, oh, heck, we should hang out more. Uh. And and, and (laughs) I will be honest with you, uh, at that point, I know that was just a a really nice remark, don't get me wrong, Uh. but at that point, my vocabulary fucked off. (laughs) And I looked at him and he he said, heck, we should hang out more often. And I looked at him and went... Yes. And then shook his hand again and said, I'm a big
1: fan. You should have said, I've got two idiot friends who do a podcast in a front room. Come oh.
2: It was such a, it was like, and you know, he fucking, and when I said, I'm, I'm a big fan again, he just shaking my hand and he said, well, thank you very much. He looks you right in the eye and it's, you know, like he's not looking over your shoulder. He's, he doesn't. You know, there's all these people lining up that he has to do this, but that and time there... And a lot of them are women. And a lot of them are women. A lot of them
0: are probably hot women who would like to have sexual relations yes. with him. And I, I don't want to do that. I just want to be mates. Exactly. <laughs> and yet he's taken the time with you. I know. Essentially an impediment to the lines of hot women who've paid
1: to have sex with him. Exactly. If he he's said in that moment... <laughs> if, if in that moment Tick. he said... doesn't
0: surprise me, but I'm glad to hear it.
1: <laughs> if he said... Uh, we should hang out more. And, and you said, sure. And it's going Actually, after the show, can you, uh, come back to uh, my dressing room? And you're like, all right. And you go in there and he says, Hey man. Right. No, wait, what? why don't we just do it? You can be George Clinton. <laughs> uh-huh. right. You'll got the scenario anyway. You I'll know be, where it's going. I'll so be Justin Hamilton. You can okay. be Justin Hamilton. No, uh, I will be. So, uh, great, I will be great, if- great to meet you, Jason. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, uh, why don't you come backstage? I'm going to hang around for a few minutes and uh, we can chat some more.
2: Yeah, all right. Like, I'll just stand here. Oh, right. hang on. No, I won't stand here because I'll be in other people's photos. Oh, no. Do you want me to stay here?
1: I want you to come backstage after i have done meeting everybody and oh. uh, come say hi.
2: Yeah, all right. Well, shall I go there now? Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll go there now. Okay. Hey, I'll
1: get my stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, get your stuff. Minutes later, in George Clooney's dressing room. So he comes out, he's just had a shower. Yeah. Because he does yep. get changed after speaking He's wearing a dressing gown.
2: Hang on. have I, I was already there waiting for it. Yeah. So he's already gotten no, there before me. There's two me. entrances to the dressing oh, room. All right. You're
1: in the green room area. Yeah. In his private dressing room.
2: I'm probably eating the Hague's chocolate. <laughs>
1: That are on the pillow. Without a doubt, I'm eating them <laughs> before he comes in. So he comes out. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous. He <laughs> comes out. He's wearing a dressing gown and he's toweling his hair. Yeah. You know, people do that thing, towel his hair. Yeah. So just... That
0: lovely, grey, speckled hair.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'd just say, fuck, man.
2: Like, how good was the Ides of March? Like, you just got, like, a fucking great ensemble. Thank you. I like the 70s aesthetic. Thank it was you. just such a fucking great film. It made me feel really good about a lot of
1: shit in my life. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Justin, I'm going to cut to the chase. <laughs> yeah. Look, you said you're a big fan. Yep. Would you hold my balls for five minutes? That's yeah. That's what I have to do. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> 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 Like what, one hand or two hands? Two. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, well, fine.
1: And I'm going to put an ashtray on your head. Yeah. And I'm going to smoke an entire cigar and just ash the ashtray on your head.
2: That's great. Hey, look, when The Descendants comes out, I cannot fucking wait for that. I've seen the trailer for it. Hang <laughs> on, are you, are you putting it? Just get to it. I'll just keep talking, don't worry.
1: One last thing. I just want to scroll bitch on your forehead in lipstick.
2: Yeah, all right why wouldn't you anyway uh, you, you said the script for The Descendants was like one of the best you've seen in ages and you're like what about Up in the Air like fuck man I felt like I could relate to that film
1: I just want to put this ball gag in your mouth yeah I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I really enjoyed it as well so you have, would, have to, Mr. Fox. you'd have no problem you'd have no problem holding his balls
2: yeah why not
0: sure I mean
1: yeah. they have a story to tell fuck I'd do anything for an extra five minutes of haha.
2: <laughs> do you know what I mean no one to believe you though. Uh, anyway, by a round of applause, who held uh, George Clooney's balls before? Just me, clapping myself.
0: And Stacey Keibler, <laughs> you and Stacey Keibler in the corner. I'd hold her balls. <laughs> yeah. I, um, so, yeah. did you think about uh, what you were going to tell Clooney a lot? How like had you rehearsed it in your head? What you? No, I, I. You know what? Because you just don't
2: know. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't want to be in a situation where you know you have something so set. Like, you know, like he, he made the joke about the mullet. Do you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that could have been something that if you were so set with wanting to say uh, one particular yeah. thing yeah. and then you say, oh, hi, you know, blah, 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 And he makes that joke and then you go, ah. Oh. And so uh, uh, the Cohen brothers and you make great films. It wouldn't flow properly and yeah. you'd just, you'd fuck it. So
0: but Did I, you I see other people making things. mistakes? Could you tell if other pe- what were other people going with? You know what?
2: I don't, even if someone made a mistake, he didn't allow it to be a mistake. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was right there. He was making
0: everyone look good.
2: He was making everyone look good. (laughs) A little bit of Clooney was rubbing off on everybody. He was the Woodford to everyone else's Woodbridge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Little tennis... uh...
1: You know, I (laughs) reckon perfect casting, which they didn't do, was he should have been Hannibal in the A-Team movie, not I think Didn't they try for him? Oh, did they? Yeah. He would have been perfect. Yeah. He has that kind of rascally, you know... I don't know, I can't think of any one more <laughs> characteristic of animal besides Rascally. Yeah, and, and rascally and cigar. Smokes a Cigar. Yeah, that's characteristic. characteristic. Oh, you, you get the impression that he would enjoy it when a plan came together. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson is so wrong in that film. A, the guy can't do an American accent. Like, it is amazing how bad he is. At it. I mean, he's kind, of, he's kind of like Connery now, isn't he? He doesn't try. He just does Irish yeah. something. He does
0: Liam Neeson accent.
1: Yeah. But Neeson is. <laughs> That's no, what it is. Well he does. It's knees, knees and knees. Yeah. It just yeah. you the I'm turning knees and knees. I think I'm turning knees <laughs> and knees. I really think so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> also a euphemism for wanking. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that'd be a great position to be in. What? Do you know what I mean? Where you just don't have to worry about the accent. I do.
1: Want, I mean, isn't Sean Connery a, a Scottish Russian? There's a bunch of dudes what? who can't do. You and McGregor can't do an American accent. I think people. I think if you're starting out, that first role you do. You better know nah that accent. So, just say your first role is an American film. Your breakout role as an American film. If you, do, if you fuck that accent, I think people are going to look at you funny. But if your yeah. breakout role is Train Spotting and everyone know, well, you're a Scottish star, so people are going to forgive that accent, I think a yeah, little bit. Yeah, right. I, I I wondered like uh, Sam Worthington's accent in Avatar is all over the shop. I
2: think um, he doesn't I, sound any Avatar-y.
1: I think <laughs> a, I think on a previous
0: podcast we may have talked about uh, the movie I Am Number Four, and um, that's a good example of that because. Teresa Palmer, oh, yeah. who is, like, yeah, very, very good looking. And I've, she, we've met her in real life. She's a very nice person. Um, her accent is... She's an alien, though. Yeah, but, <laughs> but this is my problem with it, is that, like, why does she have an Australian accent as an alien and the other alien has, like, an American accent? Maybe she'd be... Like, shouldn't they all just have some sort of generic well, accent?
1: Maybe... Well, it doesn't bother you in Gladiator, Russell Crowe being an Australian Roman leader... On my signal, on Yeah,
0: my but signal. I think when the aliens have come to Earth, like, they don't have regional accents. Like, one of them didn't come from... Maybe they're all Australiania given... or whatever. Well, no, it's like to
1: say, um, uh, maybe on her planet, in her last two years of high school, she went and studied... Like, oh, she a, studied abroad. Yeah, studied yeah. abroad and picked up an accent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, just coincidentally, no. sounds exactly like Australia. Yeah,
0: yeah. right. <laughs> okay, well, maybe she's been in Australia. Is that the idea? That she's oh, that's been right. like,
1: Yeah, yeah, because they're actually on Earth, aren't they? All yeah, yeah. they're on Earth, so... Yeah. Maybe
0: she's been hanging out in Australia and she's maybe she, you know developed the local accent.
1: <laughs> maybe she went to the Olympics. Well, maybe she actually has an American accent. But I mean, we do have a problem
0: with illegal aliens in Australia. <laughs> uh, if you know what I'm saying, right? Stop! Wow. Stop the UFOs, <laughs> Justin. There's something
1: I wanted to ask you. Our first episode of Tofop with you, yeah, is called Avengers Assemble, and yeah. we made prognostications. What's the word? Prognostications. Oh yeah. We made prognostications. <laughs> About the Avengers film. Mm. Now there's been a teaser trailer and a trailer released. How do you feel about the...
2: I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that'll be good. I'm not sure... I reckon it's going to be hard. I I reckon it's going to be really hard to get that movie right. Yeah. Uh, But I thought the trailer, you know, it it suggested, you know, big screen enjoyment. Yeah. Maybe not one I would
1: buy. Do you think it looked a bit like a a big screen sitcom? (laughs) They're so Weird. brightly lit, and all the costumes are also. Yeah. It also just felt a bit too
0: much like it was, it was like a bit too in. Like yeah. I know Joss Whedon does that stuff really, really well. Like and there's that hilarious. A bit too what? Sorry, big. No, in. in.
1: Like you know, As like in joke.
0: Yeah, like right. you know, like it was a bit too knowing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
0: you know, like that, that, that's that sitcom. sort of like we're all wisecracking. Like I mean, there's that classic line for people who have seen the trailer. About you know, without the Iron Man suit, what are you? You know, and he goes well, just a billionaire, billionaire playboy, yeah, genius. Like you know, you go, oh, that's really funny because you know, like it's a, but it felt a little bit more like an episode of Friends. But,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that is, but that is in keeping with the Iron Man universe that they've created. So this is the tricky part: yeah. is Iron Man. See, Iron Man and Captain America; those two films, mm. I think, yeah, you can merge those two together. I can see similarities, but I think four was kind of. A I lot like different, Thor. and they haven't done. Uh, they haven't. I think Thor was just, all right. I actually thought they I did mean, a good job with yeah. getting Thor. Said, no, but with, but with the, no with those two worlds though, do you think that has the same level of awareness and stuff in Thor as they do in Iron Man? Oh, I think I Thor, think Thor had fun. a sense of humor. Yeah, he wasn't good,
0: necessarily always aware of his sense of humor, but yeah. I think you could play that against some of the other characters. You know, smashing the cup on the ground, demanding
2: more beverage, oh, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know, he
1: was. Uh, I Hulk, thought he was really good. And then Hulk, they haven't really decided on a. A universe for Hulk because they had the first one which is all arty, then the second one, which I, was,
2: I think the second one is considered that's the Marvel it, universe because uh, what's his name turns up at the end? Ah, um, uh, yeah, yeah, Tony Stark, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't like that, I don't haven't liked any of the Hulks yet. I don't think they got it right yet. No, why have they not got that right because they haven't got it Cause right because it's yet.
2: essentially not that interesting.
1: No, it is. I mean, the TV show is interesting,
2: the TV show was great, but the, the but what happens, sorry, no, uh, it let, is. no let me <laughs> let me, let me fanboy, what I meant was, um. Uh, what happens at the end is you invariably just watch two animated things punch yeah, each that other, is the problem. and it's like it's really not that interesting, you know. But like but Thor and Captain, yeah, not, dollars,
1: but they're not interesting. They're not either. interesting. No, but it's made a bazillion dollars. They well, haven't really that. had a successful Hulk film yet either.
2: Well, they still ta- that's still taken about yeah. five hundred million. Between, I don't think them. they're I don't think they're the arts. Yeah, but they're both, yeah, no, have, they're just... they're both like about two thirty and two fifty or something like yeah. that. So, you know, they just haven't done when as When well your hero as turns like.
1: into a giant mute retard... <laughs> like, yeah, who smashes shit. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's not going to be that interesting. It's
2: kind of like... It, and the it, series um, worked because of Bill Bixby.
0: That's why the series, he was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. uh, which is the... I can't really remember. Which much is much the sympathetic Bixby's. character. That's, the, I think, the problem for me sometimes. Well, is it's uh, you, Bruce Banner. Yeah, but you don't... I think they played Bruce Banner too unlikable in the...
1: They've played him too handsome. I reckon what Mark Miller got right was that great scene where all that's very meta where all the characters are sitting around debating who would play them in a movie version of The Avengers. Mm. And they're saying that Steve Buscemi would be a great Bruce Banner. And I'm like, yeah, because they've always cast good-looking kind of leading men like Edward Norton Eric Banner but if you cast like a small weedy guy you just made it more of a kind of like angsty performance from him
2: one of the reasons Bill Bixby worked because he looked like someone that you know yeah whereas the other two look like oh they just got a little bit bigger yeah and went nuts with a crayon I mean, yeah.
0: You, you reckon that Eric Banner could have done a fair amount of that, like you know, damage just himself? Yeah. Yeah. Like he just goes, the, he goes to the gym. That he was could, fucking chopper. Yeah. He could smash up most of that shit himself. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. need to go
1: green. <laughs> I remember reading an interview with Ang Lee, and they're talking about uh, okay. they're talking about um, why did you cast Eric Banner. And he, he said, "Oh, because we saw Chopper, and we thought, well, he's such a great sort of like slow burn performance. Is a guy with a lot of anger. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but I don't know. He's six foot three, good looking, chiseled looks. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like it's sort of it doesn't. It, it's that I never read Bruce Banner as being like a kind of hero. He wasn't punching people out and stuff when no. he was Bruce Banner, was he? He's no. always meek and kind of getting kicked around. Yeah. And so now it's what, who Mark
0: Ruffalo.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That might be that might be a step in the right direction."
0: He must be the one with no fucking cred on that movie set, though, right? Like, he's the guy who's like, you know, when everyone's like. Turning
1: up for six hours a day. They're all coming off these,
0: like, you know, awesome, like, successful franchises. Like, even Chris Hemsworth, who's the lowest status, like, in acting terms of all those people, he's just come off. I think an unexpected monster hit. I reckon yeah. that, m- that Thor did better than they thought it was Oh, definitely. Do, right? Yeah, And so he would walk in with a little bit of a swagger. Yeah. Then you've got the superstars. And yeah. then you've got fucking third try at the Hulk. Woops. Yeah. <laughs> do you
2: remember when...
0: Uh... And
1: he's only going to be on set for like a third of the time as the rest of the cast. <laughs> yeah, it. It's going to be like... Yeah, he's not days. even in most of no. it. <laughs>
2: Joss, Joss Whedon said that he, uh, because he signed on the dotted line at Comic-Con before they all walked on the stage. Mark and, Ruffalo. Yeah, and he it's was pretty, actually... Pretty dramatic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you could fucking I close know.
1: that deal before the weekend. Oh, too. no. At-
0: um, a lot of movies are doing their business much like the WWE <laughs> now. They <laughs> like to do it all publicly. They're on a table in front of Makes it official. <laughs> I mean,
1: why the fuck did you fly to Comic-Con if you had any other expectation other than signing? I don't know. Comics? Uh, <laughs> he just happened to he be there. They actually hadn't cast him yet. Shield. They saw him in the foyer. Were like, fuck, he's an actor. There he is buying Cloak and Dagger.
2: What a nerd. He yeah. <laughs> buys Cloak and Dagger. We uh, need a
1: Bruce Banner to bring on stage. Fucking find the least nerdy looking dude out there.
2: Uh, it just happened to be Mark Ruffler. Yeah <laughs> That'll be the name of his autobiography.
1: It just <laughs> happened to be Mark Ruffler. <laughs> How his career is just based on that. Mark Ruffalo, I was around. <laughs> <laughs> Again, though, I don't think that casting's entirely right. I mean, he's not a badass or like a tough guy, but he's no. sort of. It's like Columbo, no. I think, of Mark Ruffalo. He's, he's kind of like. like you know, he's like, you know, that's shuffly yeah. kind of. Um, he always looks kind of crumpled. and. Yeah. He's an awkward boyfriend. Yeah. Or an yeah. awkward
0: love interest. Or like a kind of, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's not He's not nerdy. There's Who would you book? Stephen Shandy, too. You, old. You,
2: know, you know who'd be awesome? It's Stephen Hawking. Like, he would have so much sympathy if Stephen Hawking's there, you know, trying to solve the theories of the universe. Oh, no, it's happening again.
1: <laughs> Don't <laughs> make me angry. Like, oh. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Ang- <laughs> <laughs> that would be a stunning bit of star casting.
0: You know, like, that'd be like when Christopher Reeve used to uh, appear on Smallville. Yeah. Like and Because once he had his accident... He, he he was a character in Smallville, playing yeah. this professor. But like, obviously, yeah. Chris, and you, it was always really sort of weird and haunting. Yeah. But imagine taking that to the different level of having, like, we're making this movie about all these fictional people. Yeah. But we've cast Doctor Stephen Hawking, the world's smartest man,
1: yeah, as the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hold out much hope for <laughs> Zack Snyder's Superman? Uh,
2: well, yeah, because it's a uh, Nolan-backed. It's got the Nolan touch. It's got the Nolan touch. Mm. Uh, you know, it's interesting casting. You've
1: seen the photos of the suit and stuff?
2: Uh, you can't go on photos. You can't have a crack at photos, I reckon, because it, th- those, no, th- those not, things aren't... Th- they're not designed for photos. Yeah, I know. They're, they're but designed there, to be is, seen on film. There
1: is... I mean, I've always had problems with the logic of the Superman suit. Like, Batman, they, it made sense because... You know, he...
2: you know You know what the problem is, is you try... Uh, People in general try to apply real-world logic to a story that's uh, a comic okay, book a super alien coming yeah. to Earth. You know, in that I don't universe, real-world. No, lo- no, logic, but you I know, just... in, in the world of superheroes, you know what they do? They have powers and they put on costumes. because mm. that, that's, that's their world and that's their physics. So you, you shouldn't on, be trying to work out. You're,
1: you're talking about a Nolan universe, and that's exactly what he does: is explain away. He makes it. So a we real were just universe. talking about the costume in general.
2: and then you were saying you have a problem you've always had a problem with the costume
1: yeah the Superman costume yeah Yeah. in terms of like where because it's meant to be his blanket right from the capsule he's sent to Earth in
2: yeah there's stories like that for the cape
1: oh oh, just the cape so where does he get the rest of it from
2: Uh, yeah I don't know they just buy them you know, like, they just make them. It's like, it's like in the Peter Parker uh, origin, he there's gets a lot powers of... and he goes, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sew a suit. Well, Why doesn't anyone talk about that fucking superpower? No, I... The power to sew a fucking suit. <laughs> the power to sew a suit. Sorry
0: about... oh, and, and then there's always the decision with Spider-Man whether he can literally shoot web or you come up with web shooters because yeah. there's those two different sort of oh, people well. going, well, he could design a thing. Oh, where he... You just... know what? The fact that he can shoot web out of his wrist is actually easier to believe than the fact that he, this kid also is smart enough to design web shooters, something that no one else has ever invented. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm much more likely to believe a radioactive spider could make him shoot web out of his wrist <laughs> yeah. than I am to believe a 15 year old kid knows yep. how to design world class web shooters. So re- oh, oh, <laughs> likely, I can sew and I can make. Here's what
1: web. I'm going to predict about the Superman film with the his skills
0: suit. have come in handy now. was oh, it. laughing at all those needlework classes <laughs> and web building classes I took? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm Call gonna that, predict
1: with, with taking the cues from the '79 or the '70 Superman that they're gonna say because if you see it, it looks like armor. It's like thick. Yeah. It's not like a lycra suit. It's like thick plated, like armor. Yeah, and it's I reckon it's gonna be Kryptonian armor. That's like the, It's the his father was Cal. Um, is it kal Els? Jor El. Jor El's his father. Oh, yeah, Cal yeah, So Jor El was like a general or like you know chief medical advisor or a chief scientist in the army, and this is. Kryptonian armor. Yeah, that's how they're going to justify it.
0: The well, I mean, in in the Smallville mythology, <laughs> that there, there's a lot of like you know the science that his father sent to Earth and the suit, you know, all ties into those sort of things and blah blah blah. So, I, like, that's not a that's an area that they've kind of dabbled in already. So, I don't think that would be yeah too far for them to go. In
2: in the new rebooted DC universe, that's what it is as well. Battle armor. But I just kind of reckon. Oh, that's what, just what they do so I just any, accept it
1: <laughs> how many how, how many other Kryptonians are there out there now well yeah
2: I think there's a Supergirl and Superman I think and, that's it. Maybe, and what, is General um, Zod a Kryptonian? Uh, yeah, he is. And uh, is he, he might, still alive? He might be in the Phantom Zone somewhere.
1: Right, okay. But generally, there's not that many Kryptonians. Uh, no. Like, but he's then, son there's of Krypton. this, then
2: there's the city of Kandor, which Brainiac, uh, just before Krypton was blown up, uh, reduced it with a shrinking ray and put it in a bottle. And Superman's been looking after it all these years, trying to work out how we
0: can make them big again. But that uh, is the interesting I, thing about the, the Superman myth, which yeah. I love, is that... Like originally The whole kind of myth of it was He was the last of his race And that's yeah. the whole thing The yeah. premises on And then after a while Of watching Superman And following Superman You're like did everyone survive? No. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone actually died yeah. on that planet because his we've met there. every fucking yeah. Christ
1: it's like, a, it's a greatest his fucking dogs survive. It's the greatest flaw of fucking I am what Legend as well. Is you spend the whole film in I am Legend going I'm the last man alive, last yeah. man alive, and then you fucking see yeah. and oh. find a pack of survivors just <laughs> off the island. No. <laughs> if you bothered oh. to fucking cross the bridge, there was a, I'm there was the a last s- man here. Yeah, <laughs> in okay.
0: this area that I can see.
2: Yeah, so lonely. <laughs> Get a phone, idiot. Um, there's a there's a super cat. There's a super horse. Yeah. Fucking a whole menagerie escape. Is Mr. Mistelplix from Krypton? No, nah, he's from the fifth dimension.
1: <laughs> and he's a Superman villain? <laughs> he is yeah. a Superman villain. Yeah. <laughs> I is answered the, that it, too quickly. He's the guy you have to you make him to say, say his, his name, name backwards.
2: backwards. <laughs> so it's like, he'll be like, oh, I'm causing all this mischief. And then next day he goes, oh, I'm just going to go and buy that burger. What's it called? Clemical bit, That's a weird name. Oh, no, bang. And so he's gone for 40
1: days. What's Hamilton backwards?
2: What? Uh, Mistelmuck?
1: Nitzelma. Do you think know. there's any instance in which I could get you to say Nittelma? I just did. <laughs>
0: yes! See you 40 days from now, dickhead. Sucker! Imagine if that was the only way they ever got him, because it is a hard name to get to the sound backwards. To yeah. go, uh, how do you say your name backwards? Yeah. <laughs> and then
1: he does it, and he's, ah, oh, again! Oh, again! Man. No, it's more elaborate. Oh, Superman's like me and Lance doing a podcast. Uh, yeah. uh, why don't you come around? We'll bullshit for 40 minutes, and then get you.
0: <laughs> or right, you might have to do one of those things where you have to ask him a lot of questions in a row. So it'd be like, you know, what colour is the sky? Blue. What, uh, you know, what do cows make milk? Uh, What's your name backwards? Ah! What's your
1: name backwards? Uh. Noah. Nos. Nos. (laughs) Nos we're going to evoke like the son of Satan we're <laughs> <Satan. laughs> no- R- going the Bi- evoke Ser- imagine the news report oh, oh. Sur- Nos Nos surr- no surrender no surrender no surrender no surrender no surrender imagine if Nos we called up
2: demons and then the news report just us going seriously we were just trying to work out if we were from the fifth dimension or our Superman would trick us back next minute the fucking Lord of Flies is here and everything's gone to shit
1: Nesualc <laughs> it's Clausen backwards, oh. Neswell, and awesome backwards is Esmoir. Oh. Well, I'm glad that we've come back uh, in the
0: new year with our awesome material. Yeah, <laughs> what's your up. name backwards? So uh, George
2: Clooney, at this uh, interview, mm. taught, uh, talked about how you know how he made the leap from TV to, to movies, and he said you know he did From Dusk Till Dawn, yep. and love uh, that film. Yeah, Brilliant. and he said you know it's a bit of a divisive film, but. Sorry, the thing I need to preface this with is, you know, my skill is always being able to justify a George Clooney movie. So he he said that movie was a bit divisive, but, you know what, it proved that I could, uh, you know, star in a film. And then I did One Fine Day, which was, you know, that's an alright film, but it cast me as a romantic lead. And I'm sitting there almost singing along going... Peacemaker, Spielberg's
0: first uh, movie from DreamWorks, proof he could do I, action movies. I want to, I want to hear it. Can we get a list of George Clooney's movies? Can sure. I get Justin to? Can we pick some out and get Justin to justify them? Yeah. Can we do that? Is that, yeah, is why that not? a thing that yeah, we can do? Yeah, I'll be more than happy. I want Charlie it. to pick some that he would consider lesser. You know. Peacemaker well, Peacemaker's a perfect start. In the uh, yeah. in the Clooney camp. So tell us so about he,
2: Peacemaker. Why is that important? He said, you know, it wasn't an, uh, wasn't really uh, a good movie, but it cast him as a, an action hero, and it's Spielberg ringing you. George so, Clooney number
1: no. one on IMDb search list when you type in G E O, yeah, George right. comes up straight away. Don't even need his full fucking name. Is that. Funny? Take that doesn't... geography. All right. So we're not, we're gonna are we going to are we we're not gonna go into his TV career. <laughs> no, no. Let's nah. talk, let's talk movies. Okay. Okay.
2: But then he said about Batman and Robin. He said, you know, that was a stinker of a film, and he said I wasn't very good in it. And he said, but it's it was it's really hard to act in that suit. He said it's like sixty five pounds.
1: Okay. So we've covered from Dustal Dawn. We've covered One Fine Day. Can do romance. Batman got him to do Out of Sight. Peacemaker, Spielberg's first DreamWorks production. Thin Red Line, you don't really have to justify it. It's a good film. No, yeah, it's Terrace Mallet. Uh, Cameo in South Park. Yeah, don't have to great. justify that. Great Indie great Three he, Kings. He loved it. Three like, Kings is just a really good brilliant. film. He did a TV movie. We'll skip that. Our Brother Without He did Foul Safe.
2: That was really good. Perfect Storm. <laughs> Perfect Storm was a big blockbuster, it was a big hit. You need the big hits to be able to make all the really interesting films that are only going to make 10 or 15 million bucks.
1: What is up with Mark Wahlberg's voiceover at the end? You know, that love letter to his wife as yeah. he's drowning? That's a weird end to a film. Yeah, You know what, I thought? I didn't know that they all died, so I was sitting in the cinema and, oh, spoilers, and... Uh, I think when, uh, it was 1997. <laughs> plenty of time. Plenty of time, yeah. Uh, up, if you've not seen up. it in
0: that time, then you shouldn't have to say spoilers. I thought,
2: I, thought, I thought that was an okay film, though.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like anything on boats. Apart from Dead Calm, I hate films that are set on boats. There's, you, this, you were telling me man, this the other day. Right. You, what you don't
0: like boat movies? You Don't like, don't like Jaws. To- Titanic? Oh. No, he mm. reckons Jaws isn't a boat movie.
1: Well, ninety percent of it nah. happens on land. <laughs> they only go out into the water at the end. Yeah, but the sharks out there the whole movie. Yeah, but that's not a boat movie. It's a shark movie. It's a difference. The whole fucking most famous line
0: from the movie is "We've got to well, get yeah. a bigger oh, boat." I'm not saying it's I hate a boat-based boat based movies. I'm, I'm not saying I hate
1: references to boats <laughs> in movies. <laughs> I just don't like films where people... It's always I love like the idea of people TV. getting shipwrecked or boat sinking. Or I just, I don't know. It just bores me. I don't, I'm not interested. I think it's because it slightly scares me. It's my biggest fear is being trapped in the middle of the ocean. All right. I've got an
0: unreal boat movie. I like the account. That we have spoken about before. And I think that you would like this boat movie. Under Siege. Is that really a boat movie? Under Siege one? is a
1: boat movie? <laughs> on a boat. The entire... <laughs> The entire movie is on a boat. <laughs> a lot of it happens... A lot of it happens in the corridors of a boat.
2: Oh, you don't want to see the outside of the boat? I want to see boat. the ocean. Oh, right. a
1: but even... I mean, you know what? Having said that, I don't really like Under Siege. No, it's not one of my favourite movies. I don't like that. Apart from the Erica uh cake scene.
2: Oh, man. Do
1: you Remember her? Erica yeah. Aleniac. First Playboy I ever bought. Really? Erica Eleniak.
2: I've never bought a Playboy.
1: I was so fucking nervous... I went up to the news agent and I got like a newspaper and some chewing gum and, you know, and just some silly filth. How old were you? 12. And I waited till the owner of the news agent, he had a... he te- have like a fake
0: moustache? No, he had, a te- he had a
1: teenage son. hat? Uh-huh. No, I planned. He had a teenage son. Who he can work- play older, Charlie. That's the thing about it. <laughs> yeah. He can play <laughs> like younger or older.
0: It's always been his
1: yeah, skill. The he had a teenage <laughs> son who worked the till and so I waited till the dad went behind and then went up to the son and was like, hey. And so he looked around and sold it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like king. At school yeah. for yeah. quite you know, a few days. The porn you, you know, yeah. in uh, the porn you I know, was the Larry Flint of my primary school. Not anymore.
0: Not now that fucking kids can download fucking hardcore pornography on their iPhones. Yeah. I was uh, the porno godfather at my uh, high school
2: in year eight because there was a guy in year 11 who was a, a mate of a mate and he kept buying all this porn and he'd get it for like 25 cents. So it shows you it's a long time ago, kids. And. Uh, he would give it to me to sell to my friends. And uh, I'd sell things called Colour Climax for 25 bucks and give him most of it. And when I say most of it, I mean... 5 <laughs> I'll give the 20 was walking around with
0: fake I'd like coat. to see
1: that as a challenge on Celebrity Apprentice. Go out and sell porn at a primary school.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I also love the idea that back in the day they they were the magazines were called things like Color Climax. Yeah, lesbian lust. They were well they were a little bit like I think they were a little bit sort of more subtle than they are these days. Oh, I yeah. think porn size now is just like fuck my big
1: ass 12 and
0: Yeah, that exactly. That, that's pretty much <laughs> the description of what's going on is yeah, in the title. Yeah,
1: yeah. Fat cock spewing cum over black chicks
0: yeah and so whereas like colour climax I mean that could be that could be anything that could be anything that could be a hippie magazine it could be a tumblr
2: page about rainbows it could be imagine your surprise though <laughs> when you see a woman on the cover just doing things that aren't necessary
1: okay justify this film yeah. and justify don't give a reason for Spy Kids
2: he would have just done that as a favour to Rodriguez. Uh, no,
1: there's a reason. You said you could justify, justify. every career yeah, choice. Yeah, he's yeah, made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's not know, a justification.
2: He uh, jumps on the film, makes a bit of coin. <laughs> that goes towards making movies that only make 12 million. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Spy Kids. He's also got a Did satellite. he mention Spy Kids? Uh, I justified that fine.
1: Okay. I don't know. So you're saying like it was. A, would, you say it was like you know, would you say it was almost like a one off kind of. But it's Rodriguez. But would you say it's like a one off kind of blip kind of thing? Like he just. I don't blip.
0: When he looks back on his career, I reckon if, he said, if somebody said you can take one film out, would it be Spy Kids?
2: Nah.
0: He would fucking take out Batman and Robin without a doubt.
2: <laughs> That is a but you could, film. but you
1: could at least. But you're oh, able so to justify Batman and Robin by saying yeah. it gave him the clout. To yeah, get yeah, yeah, yeah. And he so was Batman. Whereas so he's, he's, already, Mike he's is, already a big star now. He yeah. doesn't yeah. have to do this. But film. But he's
2: also Rodriguez. Also, was the director of the first big film that he did. And he so owes he, him a favor. He owes him a favor, yeah, and he's okay. he pals okay, with okay. Him. No, I'm okay with that. All All right, you know, okay. you know
0: what that says. He's just a fucking good guy. He was the guy who gave him a break, and he went back and went. Even though you're running a shitty little comedy room now, I'm going to come and do it because... But, but Justin, oh, Justin... It's, that's our story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, but Justin, you would agree that George Clooney, if you if you cornered him and said, hey, Spy Kids, yeah. you're probably not going to do a film like that again. Would you agree that he'd probably say, yeah, as a one-off? No. If you went up to him and said, they're making Spy Kids 4 or 5 or
0: whatever they're up to now... I think the last one was four because it was in 4D. They had like... um, An extra dimension. Scratch and smell. There was smell. They had a little card and you would smell bits of different parts of the movie that were meant to... Okay, so Spy Kids 5. Yeah. So Rodriguez is like coked up. He goes around to Clooney's (laughs) like, I bought a gold house and I have to pay for a
1: man. Yeah,
2: well then Clooney
0: definitely does it
2: (laughs) because he's just bought a gold house, the idiot. He's going to have to help him out. He can't let a brother lose a gold house.
1: So he would do a Spy Kids sequel. Yeah, why not? You know what? He knows his man because he, in fact, did spike kids three only oh. two years later. Are you yeah. serious? I was trying to trick him, but he was fucking like, you. Well done, yeah. Well done. You've bested me. Okay. Uh, don't, don't
2: be like that. We're all in this together. <laughs> okay. But you know, so he says. So he he says he would. You couldn't move in the in the Batman suit, and he'd be laying there on the ground, just going. Uh, and then they would lift him up, and he'd be in this. He, he was in this massive place where they'd made all these terrible, you know, uh, day glow yeah, statues, and-, and and he said. Joel Schumacher, The six foot five man, is he said he's very flamboyant and they'd kind of bring him to a, a standstill and then Joel Schumacher would yell out, Okay, George, George, now remember, your parents have been murdered and you saw it. Action <laughs> <laughs> And maybe they're going, Oh, I'm Batman And then they just then they cut and then they'd just put him back down he'd be laying there and he knew it was bad but it also uh, he said it also taught him that if you're going to attach your name to something and in uh, it's a success you have to also really embrace it as a failure as well and uh, I reckon that's one of the things that that's helped his true. fame like it didn't hurt him he just came out he didn't say it was bad and then do a Shia LaBeouf he said you know what it was bad and I was terrible in it, and I killed the franchise. He didn't write it, he didn't direct it, there's lots of other bad acting in it,
0: but he has owned that shit. Yeah, it, gave him, it gave him one of the all-time great jokes when he won his Academy yeah, Award. Yeah, right? yeah. So <laughs> it was almost worth it for how good that moment was. <laughs> yes. Like if they said, look, you're going to have to make a really fucking awful film, but you're going to win an Academy Award you and you're going to be able to riff on that film and it's going to get big That's fucking exactly laughs. Yeah. Uh, he
2: he uh, told the story about, uh, you know, he made friends with the Barack Obama.
1: The Barack was, Obama.
2: The, when he was a senator. You know the, the iconic Obama poster? Yes. Hopefully. He was sitting next to Clooney when that photo was taken.
1: Clooney was fingering his ass. Don't be like that.
0: <laughs> Maybe <he> what? <laughs> that's why he's got that strange look on his face. Oh, really? in history. George Clooney has been cropped out of a photo. Yeah, what? Like somebody's going, we've got to get Clooney out of this photo. Well, that's, that's what
2: makes it cool. funny when you see the Ides of March, they've done Hope posters with Clooney. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's great. That's a little wink to the camera.
0: Without a doubt. I would love to see a poster actually done. This would be a cool poster of all the Batmen. Yeah, but, You right. know, sort of just like... A, oh, yeah,
1: like um, get that uh, Drew Struzan, the guy did all the uh, old... Uh, Star Wars Indiana, and Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah, 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 get it with all the Batman. I'm yeah. sure someone online has done something like that.
2: You, uh, did you ever read... You read Planetary, didn't you?
1: Sorry, have we done this before? You've ranked your Batman, in, not counting Adam West. Oh, no, you, you what, might have, as well. Have we, have we done that? I'm sure, well, it sounds like something we probably do, but let's do it again. So, Bale? Yeah. Keaton? Yeah. Yep, Kilmer? Yeah. Clooney.
2: Uh, we're not having Adam West in this? Because no, I'd no, put no. Adam West above Val no, no, Kilmer we're talking and George about, Clooney. No, we're talking about... No, I'd go... I think Clooney's better than Val Kilmer in a worse film.
1: I don't know about that. What, what's, how do you rank No, it? no,
2: I just said that. I definitely thought
1: that. Uh, so do you agree Keaton under Bale, though? Does, does it go Bale-Keaton or Keaton-Bale? Bale. Bale-Keaton.
0: Bale, Bale's a go? Yeah, Bale. Bale-Keaton. Yeah, no, same, same as you. Yeah, I'm same as you. Yeah. Same order. But I if think, Adam West was in there, I would put him
2: above Val Kilmer and George Clooney.
0: Yeah, Adam West's great. He nails it. <laughs> and but, Adam West could do like an old, edgy Batman, like some old. Yeah, no,
1: he could. No. Yeah, but He's if you got the
0: right director, comedy
1: actor, it's like getting Leslie Nielsen to play an you old know, Punisher.
0: Okay, check this shit out. He would That's have been actually if he hadn't died.
1: <laughs> I'd be fucking on the phone to Universal right now. Don't
0: tell me that isn't a fucking great idea for a movie, like an old universe like the universe of all these heroes but
1: old oh yeah Dark Knight Returns basically
0: but but like basically like a Mr. Saturday (laughs) Night but like (laughs) a lot of like old superheroes Mr. Alpha Flight
2: yeah That was, uh, that was Earth 2, wasn't it? Before one of the many crises on Infinite Earths. And you could tell they were older because they just had grey in their hair. Yeah, but they all yeah. look pretty fit.
1: But that's not fair on... Because some superheroes don't age as, or age faster than other superheroes. So Batman would be old, but Wolverine yeah. would relatively stay the same. No, nah, and Man and all those sort of guys would be fine. But... It's but one of the, one of the the best scenes in um, the new X Men spoiler 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 is Hugh Jackman's cameo. Yeah, it's great. It's so great. Like I didn't really like that film that much, but I thought that cameo alone was worth the it.
2: The audience erupted into applause. Yeah, that I was at. i like, so, It was like this, and it was and it was people that like I was on Roadshow, and it was people that I knew weren't comic book fans who just kind of went, "Oh, that was really good."
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I'm so hopeful. Like I hated that Wolverine film so much. Like. After X-Men 2, I was filled with such hope about what he could do with that character. And then 3, and then the Wolver- that Wolverine film is about as bad a film as I've seen, I reckon. There's it's nothing very worse. disappointing. Yeah,
2: there's nothing worse than when you're explaining why a dude wears a leather jacket.
0: Like, what the fuck? Who yeah. cares?
1: Well, He's we... wearing a jacket.
0: It's just, but they're, it's, they're, 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 are they going to do... The, uh, are they doing this?
1: Yeah, Aaron Oscar's meant to do it, and now they've got someone else cool. Um, James Mangold. Yeah, yeah. so... I, I've got to hope that they could get it right the second time. Like, oh,
0: yeah. You know, they, they all know they fucked it up. Like, there's no one involved in that. But you, know, goes, but, but, you know,
1: but you know what the danger is they fucked it up and it still made a bazillion dollars. Yeah. So when you're negotiating with a studio of your budget and you say, look, we need an extra 10000000 million, we're going to develop the script, blah, 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 they're going to say, fuck that. <laughs> we're going to give you less money and it's still going to make $150 million. So yeah. that would be the danger, I'd say. They could be wanting to make a really good film. But, but I think Hugh Jackman... Because Hugh Jackman's company made
0: that film. Mm. And Hugh Jackman didn't like the film. Like, he knows that there was problems with the film. And he's hot again now. Like, not in movies necessarily, but he's hot again. Like, he's got that Broadway show. Like, which is that one-man show he's doing on Broadway, which everyone's just like, this guy's the world's greatest entertainer. Yeah. Like, I read a review of that show the other day where the guy, like, just basically the review. It was so hilarious. Because it was really one of those things of going, look, I just want to say... I I know that Hugh Jackman is married and he has like a like a family and that like, you know, that's all I believe all that and that's great. But this guy is the the greatest gay entertainer who there has ever been. Like, and the guy just couldn't get let go of this idea. He was like, "I'm not saying he is gay. That's not what I'm trying to say with my review. I'm just saying that if us gays got together to make our super gay, he would be. <laughs> it. Like, he is what we all want to evolve into. Be. He is yeah. the
1: best of us. Yeah,
0: he, and we find it hard to believe he's not one of us. But he is what we all want to be. But no, it's like it's like
1: when Eminem broke, yeah. and all the black community were like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we are like, we, could make we it. wish
0: it was one of us but he's doing what we do and it's out there in the masses now, we're happy and it's we out could,
2: there. we could make it into a movie and call it Campenstein yep. <laughs> <laughs> where it's a flamboyant Victor von Campenstein and he makes the perfect game
1: that Wolverine film does my pet hate with the energy beams because they bring Deadpool in and Deadpool's a great fucking character that they completely waste yeah. but he shoots like lasers or something and Wolverine, his defence is to cross his claws, yeah. it's like But there are still gaps between your claws where the energy ray could get through. Like, I know his claws are strong. Yeah, but
0: they don't have a force field around them. No, No. doesn't make any sense. (laughs) This is not not working. uh, Yeah, unless he was like he was fanning them really so They were just like ding, ding. ding. Uh, (laughs) Is Wolverine doing jazz hands? (laughs) Well, you
1: know what? They got the right actor.
0: That's what he's brought yeah, in. He's yeah, like, yeah. look, it's been working really well on Broadway. Yeah. I feel like Wolverine needs Spirit some more jazz Clause. hands.
2: <laughs> Glitter Fingers. <laughs> Glitter Fingers was a jazz hands uh, cover bit. Um, you know, uh, a friend of ours works for um, Make-A-Wish Foundation. She told me this story about how this uh, girl who has a form of cancer, uh, her wish was to meet Hugh Jackman. Yeah, And so... Uh, they work out they're going to fly her and the family to New York. So just before she has to go, she sees the doctor, and the doctor says, um, I hate to tell you this, but uh, the cancer has moved down into your leg. We're going to have to amputate when you get back. So terrible, terrible news. Goes over there, right, spends the day with him, and he, from all reports, is just awesome, just hanging out. Anyway, his uh, husband calls, and uh, she says that they were meant to go to this um big theatre uh, opening night and she can't make it and, and he turns around to the family and says, oh, do you mind waiting a second? comes back, he's organised tickets for all of them, right? He walks down the red carpet holding hands with this girl, all people taking photos, and then there's all these photos of him in the theatre, all these massive stars, and him just sitting there looking her in the eye, talking to her, not wavering his attention. Anyway, there's this magical experience. She comes home, goes to the doctor. The doctor says, I don't know what's going on here, but you don't have to have your leg removed. Fucking Hugh Jackman Hills, people. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking amazing!
1: That is amazing. That is
2: like the best story I heard last night. Made me feel well, really good about well, a lot of we've shit. We've talked
1: about how Kate Blanchett yeah, is it, the, best the best of us. If we could somehow get those two to two breed. breed, oh goodness, we would have like the Messiah. Yeah, <laughs> that's be. exactly what Australia should be doing. Have they even done? Yeah. If they've even done a film together. They've never been in the same room together. Wait a minute, <laughs> oh, my <God>. shapeshifters. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: I, I think we should get them to prove, like on behalf yeah, of our nation. They're going to be good-looking, yeah.
1: athletic, yeah. successful, intelligent, driven, right, kind, into yeah. the arts, yeah. They're able to, to cure, cure cancer, cancer, apparently.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good sheep bones. I mean, just amazing. Yeah. I mean, it is wasted, him adopting kids. I mean, I know adopting <laughs> kids is the most selfless thing to do in the world and the fact that... but.
1: He has super sperm. Yeah. He should yeah. be spreading it all over the place. At least he should be banking it. There should be like a national initiative to bank as much of his sperm as possible. That should yeah. be gone. He, has to, he should have to wank into a cup and give it to the sperm bank every three days. And it'd be,
2: mm. when you look at it, it's like looking at the suitcase of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the doctor's down there every time, open it up. <laughs> <laughs> but he should be. He, that's what he should be doing. We, should, yeah. be, we have, should have a Hugh Jackman artificial insemination program. If he doesn't want to use it himself for his own selfish purposes, I'll that's fine. I'll drink it. We can use it.
1: <laughs> I could, Maybe Maybe there's something in this shit. Maybe it's not just like breeding. Maybe his sperm can fucking... Maybe it's like unicorn tears. <laughs> if you could drink a cup of Hugh Jackman's sperm and it would make you a better, happier person, how many people would be out there just fucking necking his sperm? No, well, without done. that second bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> <I'm> lo- <laughs> oh, be amazing do you think if the government pitched it to him yeah. like if they went to him and they said Hugh look our best scientists from the CSIRO have been working on this and they've discovered that basically we have the ability to mass manufacture like a sperm um, to, to be given as like almost like an immunisation that yeah. everybody gets yeah. but it's going to cure a whole bunch of diseases it's like an
1: antidepressant all over kind of Beneficial, psychologically, physically beneficial.
0: Yeah. Look, um, this has happened over the years. One of the first ever cancer treatments came out of a rare blood type. They were using blood cells to harvest... You know, this is very much full of toefop facts. But they were using some <laughs> sort of uh, uh, one particular person or family's blood type and their blood type just happened to have some particular element to it and that was then later developed into... Oh, you know, Hen- things things had a slacks. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So so that's possible that that could happen. So they've gone, Hugh, we've identified something in your sperm sample that you had to give for your... um I don't know for your for you medical before you did your Broadway show. Yeah, you have got to get insurance in
2: case you're sleeping. You accidentally get the front row pregnant. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, so we've tested
1: your sperm and it is off the charts. Yeah,
0: like it's just oh, off the charts. It's off the yeah. charts. We've never
1: seen. They do a PowerPoint presentation, just a red arrow <laughs> climbing towards the top right <laughs> corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is normal sperm. Yeah, and this like
0: what they show is like it'd be like a, a, a test tube, thing, like a little uh, per, like
1: where they got uh, the periscope microscope. microscope, periscope,
0: yeah. periscope, <laughs> periscope. <laughs> telescope. They've got a it's almost like a got the hu- telescope. look. Looking <laughs>
1: at a microscope through a periscope. Yeah. It
0: is awkward on the neck. Yeah. So they, they look down and they go, this is normal sperm on the slide. And it's just like you know that, that image we know of sperm, or just swimming around. Yeah. And so then it's
1: like on the on the back of a towel or in a sock yeah. in my yeah. room. And then they're like, "This is
0: uh, this is your sperm," and they slide in his slide, and it's like all the sperm are in formation, doing like when my baby comes around yeah. real, shit <laughs> like that. They're like, "You've got the best sperm of all time." No, I <laughs> think they should be
1: they should just be like side on view, the tails flapping, it's got a cape around it, and there's a dun <laughs> dun 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 dun. Super Ma- sperm.
0: Maybe Ma- it's got a six pack.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. yeah, it's got six, six pack of mutton drops and mutton chops but he's also
1: really humble about it as yeah. well it knows it's yeah. amazing sperm but it doesn't yeah. brag about it
0: so they've identified this they've said look um, we don't need you to provide all the sperm but we can only make say an immunisation for a hundred people out of every load that you blow yeah. so do you think that Hugh Jackman would be willing to come in what for a day a week for the sake of humanity. For the rest of his life. For the rest of his life.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, he would.
2: I, yeah. I, I just I just don't even doubt it for a second.
1: I, I think he would. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he'd do it in good spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'd, have, he'd have fun with it. Yeah. You know what? He'd that even that make jokes about but it. If you only have to wank once a week for the rest of your no, life. No, all day. Oh, all day. All
0: day on one day. Or you can come in every day and wank a few times, but we, we've tried to make it as convenient as possible for you. That would get...
1: Troubling, even for a... One day a week,
0: or 52 days in a row. We need about 50, 52 days a year. You can do them in a block, like the Army Reserve. 52 days. But you have to get your numbers up a year. Would you reckon
1: he would have 52 days out of his very busy schedule, acting, producing, fucking doing live theatre? 52 days is a lot. That's like a sixth of a year. To save lives, though.
2: He'd do it. He'd make it it happen. He'd do it in good spirit, and he'd even make jokes that were... Just dirty enough for you to laugh, but not feel weird about stuff. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly what he'd be
1: doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He wouldn't talk about it. Does that make me a doctor now? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He wouldn't talk about it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't bring it up in interviews. It'd be the kind of thing where you'd be reading like the preamble to an interview and the interview would say, he also uh, does this service. He doesn't like to talk about it much, but you know, da, 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 da. Or Or in like chat shows. Like they'd they dance
0: around the new movie or whatever and then eventually the chat show host would lean over and tap the cards and say, look, we have to ask you about the whole... Sperm thing. Sperm thing. And he'd be like, oh, <laughs> I knew we'd get to this. Yeah. Oh, I don't really <laughs> like to talk about this. Looks over
2: at Paul Schaefer. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's exactly how it'd play yeah. out.
1: Yeah. No, Paul would have to play some song with like a come, like come on Eileen or some come pun title when he comes out. Yeah. And <laughs> Turning yeah. Japanese, perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> With him pointing to him. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. That's uh, what it would be. Yeah, yeah. He would play Turning Japanese yeah. as he walked out,
1: and Hugh Jackman would just walk, turn around, and give it a little bit of like, ah, yeah. hey. Yeah. yeah, he'd be fine. Yeah, uh, he is. He fine. would stop halfway to the couch and do a little dance to it, do a yeah. little shuffle, <laughs> yes. and then get to the couch.
2: But no, not enough to annoy you. No. no. not enough to make you think he's doing that just to prove he can dance. Just enough to make you go. Yeah, he I
1: can't actually think of one time where, like, he has irritated me. Like, never seen, like, one film or one interview or anything. I, find, like, oh. I sometimes don't think he's like, like, not everything he's done has been
0: great. No. But you never don't like him. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I read an interview the other day. That's not all completely natural. I, he, he was asked about it in an interview and he said that when he went to Hollywood, he had moulded himself on another actor not just in the approach that they took to their career but the approach that they took to talk shows and you know dealing with people and you know all that, that sort of thing and he had like modelled his life who's and the person? who's the person? I can guess I don't
1: know Tom Cruise?
0: Mel Gibson? Uh, Tom Cruise yes that's why he dances that's why he jumps on no, couches all the time
1: I think that's a fair similarity <clears throat> like Tom Cruise is always bright chatty looks you in the eye all that kind of stuff yeah but except that no no think, think uh, Mel Gibson? Should we play Celebrity Head? Uh, yeah, let's uh, let Justin play. Brilliant. Yeah, We're Justin, playing Celebrity uh, Head. We,
0: yeah. Right. Okay. So, so you, you, you can ask questions that have yes or yes yeah. or no. All right. And uh, and I can only answer. So the, okay, I can only the answer yes or no. They have to okay. Be yes or no. And I'll just commentate.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. Is the actor Australian? No, Am no. I, I?
1: Start with am I? Am I? Because uh, you are this person.
2: Oh, uh, am I? Mel Gibson.
0: Okay. You're not meant to go straight to him. Uh, <laughs> you're meant <laughs> to, to ask a few questions. You know? No. No. Not Mel Gibson.
2: Uh, am I Australian? no am I an actor who's a little bit older? Yes am I Paul Newman? no am I close
0: no <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're not Glenn close you said I was an older actor
2: <laughs> am I uh, am I American yes am I Jimmy Stewart no,
0: I, I, think I, may have gone <laughs> too, I think I may have gone too old in you. Oh. Like when you think older, maybe I've. Oh.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: uh, you're not d- young. Ask some more descriptive questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Types of films, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm yeah. still
2: trying to get there. Well, yeah. It's very confusing who yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> am I a method actor?
0: Ooh, Ooh, question? question.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't think so, but I'm yeah, not, I'm not right, sure. Right, right. Um, am I into the basketball?
1: Uh, I see where you're going with that. <laughs>
0: no, uh, n- not famously, oh, but right, you may okay. well be. Yeah, yeah, You're the yeah. sort of person that, if you if I found out you were, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, But right. not famously so. Okay. And not that old. Uh, As the person you were just asking me that about. to then guess Is it Jake, Jake Nicholson. Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was or Spike to
2: make Lee. It, I was trying to make it interesting. Uh, yeah, am I Spike Lee? Imagine if you he his career on uh, the way he approaches.
0: That's why Hugh shows. Jackman is constantly seen wearing baggy shorts and yelling at basketball players. <laughs> yeah,
2: could you imagine that? Imagine if he did. He's so angry. Um, am I Robert Redford? No. Can I explain? Not that old.
0: No, can I ask you some questions? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yes, please. I'm like not good at this. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> might be able to help I you out. You know what here. I was asking about.
1: Okay. That. Am I in action movies? Uh, you have been in action movies, but you are have not I in the show. Have I won an movie. Oscar? Yes. Have I won more than one Oscar? Oh,
0: I don't think so yet. Am I married? Uh, no. You have been, but you're not. Okay.
2: Am I Nicolas Cage?
0: No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop it with your Hail Marys. You get fucking subbed on. You grab the ball. And you is, throw it from the backcourt. It's like I've got a strategy here. Is, we're going to pass the fucking ball around for a bit till we get close to the ring. That then is literally what happens.
0: <laughs> you are that. Right, you are that person. As soon as you get it, you shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. Seriously, and, uh, Charlie's running like a defense and a
1: zone it's and not an like offense. He even had a shot in the ring. And He grabbed the ball at the jump ball. He grabbed it, turned around, and booted it the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Justin.
2: Am M- 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 I the character Skippy from <laughs> Family Ties? <laughs> Imagine if he based his whole. <laughs> that guy's theory?
0: name? Mark. He came Mark out to Australia Saturn, and did yeah. stand up. I know the Mark something. I saw him on Hey Hey at Saturday. Okay.
1: Uh, am I uh, under fifty? Uh, no, I don't think so, okay. but around that sort of age. I can't remember what you asked. Am I American? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, am I? Uh, have I? D- am I known for comedy?
0: You've done comedy, but you're not known for comedy.
1: Okay, I'm gonna. I'm enjoying
0: this so much, by the way, and I will tell you why later. But it'll probably, it probably, it'll become apparent to you later. But anyway, go on. <laughs> I just need to point out. Okay. Just, yes.
1: All right. Am I am I known for doing musicals? Uh, no. Although you have done a musical. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> am I John Travolta? <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> All good right. Guess. This time, finally, you're you off the court. finally. <laughs>
0: So what Hugh Jackman has based himself on is a possibly closeted homosexual guy. <laughs> yeah, it
1: all now. I think that was a bad guess because I'm trying to think like... No, you're right. I'm, that's, I'm, that's, I'm trying to think like and like personality. That's kind of more in the zone. Well, can I, can I ask this? Uh, I, I, have I modelled my persona of being like friendly and chatty? Is that a, a characteristic this person has?
0: Uh, yes, but you're much more friendly and chatty than they are. Am it's I a t- characteristic they also have. It's an approach they have. You have a similar sense of humour, but it's expressed a bit you know, differently because of the natures of your personality. Okay.
2: Am I Tom Hanks? Oh, that's
1: another good that's one. That is another good guess. All right. What I'm doing <laughs> is
2: I'm, I'm saying exactly the opposite to what I'm
0: thinking.
1: am <laughs> 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 I like John here. Voight? Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you
0: Colin Hanks?
1: Um... <laughs> That's not I get. Okay. You're very
0: close. Um,
1: uh, uh, okay, so well, am well, I mean, like in, Jeff Bridges? No,
0: you're in the you but you're in pretty
1: much the right zone. Am I Russell Crowe? No, Oscar winner. Um, uh, did I win for acting? Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, yes, uh, uh, so, do, yes. Do I also double in music? Uh, you've
0: done a musical, but I wouldn't say you dabble in music. Okay. No. Was the musical a big hit? Uh, no, not a
1: big hit. Was it like a movie musical or a stage musical? It was a, a movie musical.
0: Am I Christopher Walker? You're not Christopher Walker. Was,
1: uh, was the musical in the last 10
0: years? The musical was, oh, um, I would say the last 10 years, but it could be oh. in the last sort of 15. 10 or 15 years.
1: Was the musical Moulin Rouge? No. Mm. Was, okay. uh, was the musical Chicago? No.
2: Am Did... I certain I'm not
1: John Travolta? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, am I known as be- am I handsome
0: yes known as being handsome yes
1: and I'm known I'm known as being like a ladies man or yes or in stable relationship. ladies man yes am I Warren Beatty no Oh, see now you're fucking cooking with gas I like this just throw the rock around a bit yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna feel All for right. it <laughs> yeah. um, no okay eventually oh, yeah. when we've named every successful lady man in Hollywood we'll get yeah. that that's the uh, way to do it uh, am, I, am I known for like uh, a catchphrase or like a no. Yuffie or something? No. Okay. Um, am I known for a particular genre of films? No. No, that's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's and I'm American. Either. Shit.
1: Yeah. Am I New York based or am I New York, New York or California? I'm uh, not really sure. Okay. Am I like of eth- ethnic descent? No. Okay, so it's not Pacino De you Niro? Know? No. And you said Robert Redford? Yeah. Um, have I worked with Hugh Jackman before?
0: Uh, have you worked with Hugh Jackman before?
1: Am I Denzel Washington? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought I had it. Goddamn, son of a bitch. No. Uh. This is the hardest game
3: I've
2: ever well, no. oh, Okay. Um,
1: did oh, no. I did, did I win my Oscar in the noughties? Um Yes. No. What fuck would it be? For acting. So we just need to go through the best actor Oscar winners. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> It might not have been best actor. Am
0: I tonight. Ian? Oh, it might have been best supporting actor. Oh, might not have, yeah, I think, I think it was. Uh, that, that I'm a
1: bit yeah, I think that's. Am right. I Morgan Freeman? No.
2: Uh, how could it be if you were Morgan Freeman? Like like literally. Now. Am I like
1: famous now? Still a big star? Very, very famous. Am I George Clooney? Yes, you are! Oh, how no. the fuck <laughs> did you right. not
0: get that?
1: What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? get yeah. out! Everything I know about
2: you, Justin. I'm a I'm a Clooney fan. I don't hear what everyone else says about Clooney. That's fucking hilarious. Now now that makes that moment where he said that it was going to be really funny even funnier.
0: I just needed (laughs) to point out, because I was sure there were some people who were listening to this at home going, it's pretty obvious to me that he only brought this story up because they were talking about George Clooney earlier. In fact, I was almost going to introduce the story by saying you know who he based his life on, George Clooney. But yeah. then I thought, oh, well, we'll pause
1: for a minute. Yeah. I'm sure it'll only be a couple you know of what? minutes while no, we no, get that. What I like... actually had the thought of George Clooney, and I was like, oh, no, it wouldn't be that. No,
0: because I was thinking <laughs> oh, they're contemporaries. Sort of be... But you, you forget it. Is it true? That. Is it a true story? Yeah, it was in the paper like only three or four days ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. That I was, you is know, so But I didn't fun. go that anywhere near. That is like near. showing
1: a person a photo of a red cow <laughs> for <Yeah>. 40 minutes <laughs> yeah. then leaving and saying, okay, I'm thinking of an animal. Ask me some questions. I'm like, ah. Uh, uh, oh. dog cat uh, god I can't think of an animal me a cat <laughs> <laughs> that he seemed too young though retarded
0: oh, well I did say to you a few times that I thought you'd gone a bit old in your older gentleman yeah right but then Charlie narrowed it back down how old is Clooney? 50 yeah okay so you, when you said yeah, 50 yeah, yeah. I said like I reckon he's about 50 so
2: but you, I, uh, the, the mistake came and you forget that Jackman hasn't been around as long as what was the news Clooney in Hollywood oh my yes. brother yeah. and we're out there yeah yeah
1: <laughs> I pride myself on celebrity head. I've humbled today. It's been—it uh, was an embarrassing right. performance. First, you know the what? First you've, guy, you've the, been, sta- the starting five st- threw the ball around wildly. Had to get yeah. subbed off entirely.
0: You've been thrown by the mix. That's yeah. what it is. Normally, you're just like you—you know what? You are—you are a good singles player who can't play doubles. <laughs> yeah. You got completely thrown by that.
1: And I play badminton. <laughs> it's because the guy I was playing with—the only shot he had was a fucking forehand smash which occasionally would land in the court, yep. most of the time would fly over the netting at the back. So you can understand why I'm a little on edge. Wow. Who would have
2: thought Look. Celebrity Head would just turn so dark?
1: No. <laughs> we,
2: we play Celebrity Head
1: more often than we probably should on this I podcast. Know. <laughs> I know. And yeah. the only reason it works is because I can never fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. We have a guy, uh, John Deeks, who does the intro to our show. Deeks mm, the, re- the way Celebrity Head started was, uh, Will got me to guess who had mm. sent him an email about, you know, doing a voiceover on the show and it was Dixie and it, Will even if Will had written the name down and held it in front of me, my brain was not working. I could not get it. It went for on for about fifteen minutes. Mm. Nine and a half
0: Diks. That's what I remember it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You said dicks, right? Yeah. yeah. Not nine and a half dicks.
0: <laughs> no, that's what I remember. Nine and a half dicks. And I was like, that's how many dicks I could have sucked in the time that Charlie has been thinking of who this person is. That's how I measure all time in my own head. <laughs> dicks. <laughs> dicks. How long we dick. got? Uh, about half a dick. About half a dick, mate. Um, yeah, how long does this movie go? Oh, 20 dicks, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: right. oh, it's cost about... Uh, Quarter past a pass, dick suck. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, uh, Kalini was telling the story about, cause he's known Obama from uh, his Senator days. And Pencil. he, Pencil. um, Pencil. Yeah. went in with stuff about the Sudan. Yeah. To, to talk to the president. And, uh, he could tell that he was kind of getting the, um, he's kind of getting the, yeah, 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 I'll do this. And as Clooney was saying in his defense, he had a few things on his mind, like, you know, the, the economy falling apart yeah. and things like that. But, um, yeah, fuck, this is just smooth operating. He he says to Obama, he, he knows it's not, he's just kind of, Obama believes in it, he wants to do it, he doesn't have time. And Clooney says, oh, look, I um, Larry King and all of those people are out there and I'm going to go out and I don't want to say something that, you know, shows that you can't do anything at the moment. Um, So I'm not asking you to do anything, but what do you want me to tell them? And then 10 minutes later, <laughs> Obama's gotten all these people in and said, tell them... Uh, They'll have an envoy in ten days, so that's how we kind of, uh, wow. got <laughs> it. And, and he, you know, he was—he was, he was very—you so know—he saying Obama had a lot of stuff on, and mm-hmm. I, and uh, it wasn't game playing or anything, but you know, that's how it got done.
1: Fuck, man! Imagine having the ear of the president. <laughs> oh. I would waste that. <laughs> <laughs> dude, <yeah. laughs> dude. Seriously, can we make twenty-four hour donut shops or <laughs> Because there have been times when I've gone to bed and I'm thinking about hot cinnamon donuts yep. and it's the only thing, and I will toss and turn and the first thing I'll do when I get up is go to a Donut King if we just had a 24-hour service.
0: Essentially, you are Bart in that episode of The Simpsons where Lisa became the president. Yeah. And Bart was just like so the no band, good brother, no good brother. That's what you would be to the president yeah. if you had the ear.
1: Legalize it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could invade Iran with them. Imagine that. Just huh? this, uh, we're going to invade and run. Send the twenty-four-hour donut shops. It's a long, slow battle. But after twenty years, when everyone's <sighs> obese, cholesterol goes up. Aha! We did it, and there was no bloodshed, but a lot of sugar.
1: <laughs> no bloodshed, but a lot of. Cannot think of one pun <laughs> to do with jam <laughs> or sugar. Perfect. I was going to say no bloodshed, but plenty of. Will you come on? You're good at this. Plenty of what, are they meant to
0: be army puns with the the donut don't, don't or pun. so it's about donut bloodshed like yeah. oh, okay so uh, there were there were many bullets but there were plenty of holes because the donuts, yeah, donuts yeah yeah yeah, holes yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah not quite was oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on short notice yeah. I, I thought donut holes was actually pretty good I I didn't mind that you don't like donuts with holes though do you I know you don't no, I like have I like all
1: donuts and yeah. I, I there's not all I don't like the Krispy Kreme yeah. they give me a headache. They're so fucking sweet. It's like, you know, they say like dark matter is like concentrated, you know. Yeah. Fat. That's what a Krispy Kreme donut is. They've taken every bit of fat and sugar in the world and concentrated it in yeah. this fucking item. But when you bite it, it explodes in your body. It's
2: like hitting a collapsed star. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could really go a collapsed star right now. It
0: does feel like uh, they have concentrated matter in it. Yeah. Like that's what they've done yeah. with those donuts. It's like, they've- it's like
1: a bagel. And you know, here's a little this is a not a Tofop fact yep. a bagel has more calories than a donut I oh, no. I was so upset day the daytime with that <laughs> oh,
0: like I literally did because I
1: always thought that one of us is punching the air
0: <laughs> I was yeah. like I always thought that bagels were like a healthy option no they, they seem like no. a healthy option a bagel
1: super triple whip fucking like it's it's twice a, a slice of bread like it's thickened This might be a toe (laughs) fact. But it is. Like, it's the density of the the amount of um, gluten or whatever in there. It's kind of. I would actually
0: be better off having my avocado in the morning on a donut. (laughs) Yes. Than I would on a bagel. That's horrible news.
2: I would love to eat a donut at the moment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See? Get a bomb on the phone. Uh, Well, you know George Clooney. Yeah. Imagine if. You said, hey, George, we met this afternoon. I just got your number from a friend of mine who was at the hotel you're staying at. That's um, Look, you know how you said you wanted to hang out some more? Well, you know how you know Obama. We've got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> 24-hour donations. Yeah That deliver.
2: We could make it happen. I'll, I'll call him. I'll I think, that, I think
1: that Krispy Kreme by the airport is 24 hours, but they don't deliver. How, um, <laughs> how soon before you can download food? What? No one. Never? Never. No, unless you become like an android and the food is digital.
0: Is there not a th- like is that not technology we like
1: we'll ever have? Teleporting food? Yeah. No, they don't. I no, don't think so. Maybe I don't know. Don't we, I, as if I, I don't know. Justin, know, yeah. I didn't think
0: that like the internet could happen. That seems unlikely to me. We do touch a screen to make shit happen. We touch a screen and shit happens. Yeah. Shit more complex than the first rocket that went into space happens when we touch a fucking screen. Yeah. And so. And play Angry Birds. And I, you know what they could do. They could get that technology uh, okay. from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate They won't—they
1: won't, tel- won't be able to teleport food. But this is what I'm, I'll hypothesize: that you can go to the greengrocer yeah. and buy like um, sachets of powder, right? And so there's like fucking, like you know, steak sachets and potato sachets, and you've got your little tele- uh, teleport receiver, and you just say you want like a, a hamburger or something. You just spray this powder onto this thing, and then they transport the rest of the ingredients <laughs> and it expands like that. You have to have something on your end because i think what they're talking about with teleportation is that you can't move physically move an object between two places but you can transmit the information or um, like with t- talking about humans is saying we won't be able to teleport humans but if you had a clone of you on another planet you could teleport the information to that clone and- So
0: uh, could you do this then? Could we all be provided with a sort of like like a rice but like some sort of like you know just base Food, which is makes up the matter of it, yeah. That's like, right, that's and what I'm then saying. they could transfer the taste, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, like, while you're eating this, it tastes like like, like blueberries, you, like yeah. That
1: chewing gum <laughs> yeah. in Willy Wonka, yeah. Now I'm having like, a, 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 I love uh, that you
2: went with rice, I potatoes, was thinking, and gravy. <laughs> I was thinking that exact thing, but I was thinking dough.
1: Well, you don't. whatever, just some of sort of plain a, a ball of mat, a mat. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just something that you eat, and they drink yeah. Well, why not? We, we invented that. Yeah, we've better that right now. Got so if right. anyone else
1: comes up with that, in um, uh, I mean one- that's what we essentially have that kind of now. When you buy your party fun mix, yeah. like you've got that little uh, uh, fake pineapple, like that little yellow thing shaped mm. pineapple painted green. You are if, if you took away the dye and, and flavouring and stuff, essentially just eating a lump of God knows what. It's a bunch of chemicals yeah. stuck yeah. together with something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, in, well, there is a country already where you can do your shopping. Now, this is not the same thing, but it's just how we want more and more convenience. Um, <clears throat> in their railway subway, they have like the supermarket on the wall. And so basically all the things are just there. And you go along with your iPhone or whatever and you scan what you scan want. the barcodes and it just gets delivered to your house.
1: That's a great idea. Oh,
0: wow. So you do your shopping while you're waiting for your fucking train on the way home. That's oh, a great idea. Wow. So like that's, not you know... Not far away from teleportation of food, shall do we? they
1: deliver donuts? <laughs>
0: yes, you know uh, I, this is gonna. This is my theory.
2: They'll learn how to teleport food, but it's always going to taste slightly metallic, and that'll be the 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 thing that you'll have yeah. to make a decision about. Do I go down to get the the full taste, or do I get this food right here, right now? But when I eat it, it's always just a bit. Dude, uh, I'm
1: fucking a stoner. I've gone past a service station and eaten one of those fucking microwavable hamburgers <laughs> before so <laughs> i'm not worrying about things tasting metallic if i'm hungry enough i'll eat it i
2: didn't say you, you were worried but people would have to make that decision
0: one well, of my friends got in maybe. trouble like it, the other day because he got stoned and went to dinner and like people were like oh you had to get stoned before he came to dinner and i was saying to him that because he says he likes to get stoned and eat food because it makes taste it taste better, better. And I, and I said I don't think that's an unreasonable thing. You're you're going out to dinner as long as you're you're still good company or whatever. You're well within your rights. If you offered any of those people who were like all like oh you had to get stoned before dinner, you said to them, hey look, for about two bucks we can give you a pill before dinner. Now it has no particular side effects, um, other than it's going to make the meal you're about to eat taste heaps more delicious. <laughs> yes, yeah. like. Any restaurant you would go to, if they offered that $2 pill before you ate the more delicious pill, you would fucking spend the $2 and take the more delicious pill. Don't Mate, fucking judge
1: the are other Are there any side stuff. effects? You will talk about Star Trek for yeah. hours.
2: Yeah. I'd spend $4 and I'd shelve one. That's how much I'd be. <laughs> just to make sure it was tasty on the way out.
0: <laughs> You'd have one just so that the pill you took tasted good.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that pill was tasty.
1: Give me the pill. All right. We're going to wind this up. Jazzy, thanks for um, coming back for our first episode of 2012. Thank yeah. you.
0: And now, well, this is a bit on the spot, and I'm not sure that you remember stuff from this, but you can come up with one of your own or something that you said today. But after we finish, because people are like, you should have a sign-off, right? So what we've been doing is, yep. that, like we say our names, and then like there's like a catchphrase, like a sit, ubu, sit. But sometimes it's like something that was from the podcast or something that was like it's a you know, post thing. So because you're a special guest, I was going to let you do the... The sign-off one. Will you be able to do that? Alright. Here's how it'll work. Charlie will say his name. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Charlie
1: had already written some down, apparently.
0: What does that say? The
1: first, this is the first one, I think. Oh. Alright, that's the sign So you just need to say that.
2: We'll see you next dick. <laughs> is that what you say? Is that how you finish up? See you next week. No, that's...
0: We're not there yet.
1: Um, um, well, no, it doesn't have to be. No. We can, we, it doesn't have to be. If no. You, if you can come up with one better. Yeah. It's just uh, doesn't be a to of a catchphrase I was going to surprise you. I didn't realise that
0: you had one. <laughs> that's fine. I, uh... Go <laughs> uh, bas- to think of it. Maybe it was not the greatest title. Anyway. Basically, <laughs> this is how, how it will work. Charlie will say, I'm Charlie Clawson. I will say, I'm Will Anderson. You'll say, I'm Justin Hamilton, and then do the catchphrase. Yeah. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to plug the Facebook page and all that sort of stuff now, so you have time to think about it. Um, Hit us up on the Facebook page, um, our our ToeFop Facebook page. We have a uh, Twitter page as well, TweetFop. Um, Justin Hamilton has been our guest today. You can find uh, him on Twitter, of course, and uh, he has two podcasts. Can you take this photo, please? and uh, Hellia and Hamo dig flicks and they're both um, awesome podcasts so you should check those out. And, oh, and I'm on tour. Um, uh, Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, all those tickets are on salewillanderson.com.au if you want to come along. Do we have any final thoughts? I
1: don't know, I feel like this just is... I've learned a lot about George Clooney today. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I actually... One thing we didn't talk about, George Clooney, mm. Yeah. is that how many hot women... <laughs> Oh. Has he got to have sex with? Like, do you think he's bored
2: More it? than 11. <laughs> Less than 6,228. <laughs> but does it get to the point now Oops.
1: where he's like, I mean, how does he, I mean, any woman who approaches him, he must think, well, I could have sex with her.
0: My favourite thing. Like I mean, any woman who my favorite him. My favourite thing about George Clooney is that, like. When he
1: met Obama, I'm sure, like, Michelle was just sort of leaning out <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> or from the kitchen. You sexist prick. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. From the
0: White House kitchen where she was instructing the various staff yeah, that's yeah, what to fine. do. Yeah. Yeah. Who were men. Yeah. <laughs> and why. And why? <laughs> yeah, it's all we're fine. fine. Yeah. we yeah. we every base. <laughs> This is what I like about George Clooney: is every time one of those articles about, oh, this one might be the one. There's always this twinkle in his eye. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he got married once. That's not happening again. And he even has that famous bet, doesn't he, with Nicole Kidman, oh, yeah. that he was going to get married by a certain age, and, have and they, kids by forty. Yeah, and they double. Didn't they go double or nothing? Yeah, he now he's fifty.
2: 40?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and she's furious with him. You just can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Charlie Clausen. I'm Will Anderson.
2: And I'm Justin Hamilton. And remember, post-appealing can lead to happiness. (laughs)